are Bucketheads. Ooh, Ooh. 2023. We're in a brand new year. We've made it to the new year. And I've year. been sick for the entire week of it. <laughs> I you ended out. the year sick. I yep. began the year sick. We're just, we're just trading off here. But yeah, so um, I'm a little more nasally today, so I apologize about that. Yes, but at least I'm not coughing and dying and, and having Yes, issues. which is good because I don't have that. I just got the stuffy nose. It's, I'm pretty sure it's just Florida allergies being a bitch because Florida can't decide what weather it wants to do. That sounds about right, though. It's very, very, uh, very Florida. And it also kind of ties into what I'm talking about today. So it works. There we go. Mine go. does not tie into what we're talking about today, other than the <laughs> fact that this is the first UFO research that I've done since I watched Nope oh okay and so like the entire time i'm just going nope <laughs> nope <laughs> I, still, I still haven't seen it yet oh my god no you need to see it because okay i, I watched don't worry darling for you i know you need to see nope just because it is a mind fuck and a half oh but don't there worry is, darling there is was a, so good though it was but there's was. a scene and there's a scene in nope that has just not left my brain oh, since goody. i saw it can't like wait. Jordan Jordan Peele is a mastermind. That's my little film rant of of this episode. Is Jordan right. Peele is a master at his craft. Like this movie, he mastered it. Like I know we both loved us, but like mm-hmm. this movie was it. Okay, I can't wait. I know I saw something that he's coming out with a new movie called People Under the Stairs or something oh, like God. that. No, I can't do this 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 frequently with him. Oh, All right, I, wait. I need time to recover. No. Now it's okay. Nate showed me the Evil Dead Rise uh trailer yesterday, the Red Band trailer. He's like, "You have fun watching that by yourself." And I was <laughs> like, "Oh, I'm going to." I just love how you yeah. married a person that doesn't like horror whatsoever. No, he is a big old wimp, and I love him so much. But we are like, totally I'll watch it, this. but I'll be I'll be scarred for like a month and a half. Oh, just he he will watch it. If he does choose to watch it, he'll just wake up screaming in the middle of the night. It's great. See, I don't do that. I just don't sleep. (laughs) Well, you don't sleep anyway. So I sleep even less. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let us let us begin. Um, Let's start our introductions first, because this is a new year. Um, I'm Caroline. The super nasally one is Jesse, and we are History Bucket, the podcast. Um, we are currently in Mississippi, 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 um, which is just been a, a toll and a half. Yes, just, like honestly, I didn't think Mississippi was going to be this hard. No, which no. I, I have a quick question. We've mentioned it twice now, but uh, mm. any any resolutions for the new year this year or no? surviving Uh, (laughs) surviving (laughs) living um my resolutions this year i don't want to call them resolutions because i'm i feel like resolutions are for failure set you up for failure like everybody breaks resolutions so i i want to call them um habits i'd like to establish okay Um, that's good yeah, so I, I would like to drink more water, I cut out soda, just be a little bit healthier, which is most people's resolutions for New Year's or, you know, but I want to really establish those things and try to be a little bit better with that. Um, and try to get a house this year. I 
we really need to buy a house this year. That's yes. That's you need, my you need more space. <laughs> yes. So that is that is the goal and the resolutions and the habits and stuff that I would like to establish. What about you? What are we thinking? Well, I know I want to focus more on I mentioned it a couple of times that I, I run my own business, but you know, I really want to focus on that and like really make that my main goal for the year. Okay. Like I would like to make enough revenue to where I could move the business out of my house and into like a small office space. So this that would my be poor roommates, awesome. But my poor roommates don't have to deal with me stealing the kitchen for like two weeks at a time. <laughs> <laughs> but my, I think my main one is that like I want to stop saying that I want to do something and just do it. Yeah. Because like, you know, I'm big on being like, I want to try this. I want to do that. Da, 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 and then I just never do it. Yeah. Well, we're, yeah. we're both, we're both like that though. I, I think that, you know, we, we both come up with such year for your business and kind of all that way. And I'm always like, I want to travel more and I want to do this and I want to do that. And it just never comes to fruition. But yeah. I think, think doing instead of saying is I think a good. Yeah. Cause good this, summary. Is, this is a big year for us. We're, we're turning 30. We are 30 <laughs> this year. It Which it's funny. It's not as like all doom and gloom as like a lot of people make it out to be. It's like, oh, you're going to be 30. It's when you start to die. Like <laughs> <laughs> it used to be like that. It it's, used uh, to be. Oh, she's 30 now. It's the end of their lives. You know, they're coming up on their deathbed, but now, like, you know, at least you're married. I'd be a spinster by now. Like, <laughs> But I'm married. I'm going to be married with no kids, so it's pretty much the same. Z's, it's just I have a, I have a permanent roommate that I get to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's because my goal has always been to be like the hag who lives in the cottage in the woods and makes candles. That like becoming that, I'm fine with it. Well, yeah, I love, <laughs> I love how your dream is to be like the cottage witch, and my dream is to haunt my own Victorian manor. <laughs> <laughs> I think that and really like, shows a closer, lot of our personality. The more older we get, the closer we get to those goals. So like, and it's I'm fine. So excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> like that just shows so much of our personalities too. Like, like really I just want to live in solitude. Now I'm like, I want to convince people I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that suits for us though. It so does. So there's there's your little 2023 insight into your your lovely bucket bearers. Yes. <laughs> oh, we hold the bucket upon our shoulders like Atlas holds the world. <laughs> Alrighty. But enough about 2023. Let's go yes. back to 1977. Ooh, 77. All right. So apparently there were only like two things UFO wise that happened in Mississippi. Okay, so we have the one in Pascagoula, obviously. Yeah, and then we have the one, the other one that I somehow managed to find through all of the Pascagoula. Okay. So this is taking place, I looked it up, four years after Pascagoula. Okay. So February 10th, 1977. We're in Flora, Mississippi with Deputy Kenneth Creel and Constable James Luke. They were on patrol duty, so they're just kind of driving around, doing their thing. It's a normal night, whatever, in Mississippi. You know, I don't know what you do. Just drive dirt roads, I guess. I don't know. Also, yeah. what's, what's the difference between a sheriff and a constable? Like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but like, it's such I a guess, distinction. I think it's like a sergeant. <gasps> okay. Yeah, because like we here, here we have uh, the sheriff's office. We don't have a police department. Yeah. So like, I don't, I don't know why there are these distinctions, but I guess... 
because like i have never heard like we have constables here in texas and i think that's the first time i've ever like heard of a constable yeah i was gonna say i've never heard of a constable being anywhere outside of the uk yeah like that's what i think of yeah. constable. i think of the guy in like the hat <laughs> like, the little wand thing like strolling a down yeah hey what you doing yeah like strolling down like a like a brick finding <laughs> one of jack the ripper's victims yes. like <laughs> <laughs> when you're like a sheriff and a constable it was like that is like a really bad setup for a joke <laughs> bad setup for a joke <laughs> i was just like okay okay anyway so uh, two mississippi uh authoritative figures yes are are driving through the uh night okay patrolling, and while they're driving Miss Deputy Creel uh, sees something in the distance. And they're about four miles outside of Florida at this point. And at first he was like, ah, it's just a star. But then the star started getting a little bigger. And a little bigger. And then a lot bigger. And the closer it got, the more he could tell the shape wasn't that of a star or a shooting star or a meteor. But it was a disc. Specifically a flying one. Usually if it's throwing itself through the air... (laughs) (laughs) it's It's just a giant frisbee (laughs) it is though they really are okay i'm sorry (laughs) so he radioed into mississippi highway patrol and they said it was about 200 yards from their car at this point and it was passing over one of the fields that was next to the road that they were on the two officers went entirely like silent in the car trying to hear if this disc was making any noise and they said it was like a blender like it was straining when you first put ice in it (laughs) a specific sound it's because you know that they go home they they're not making smoothies they're making drinks like when they go home in their blender drinks (laughs) drinks that's how florida people say it. <laughs> it's not drinks it's drinks <laughs> <laughs> yes and then moments later while they're trying to like strain their ears listening to this blender noise the ufo ended up hovering directly over their car oh now i need you to see nope so this way you'll understand why immediately i read that and went nope okay yeah okay yeah Put that in my back pocket for when I have time. (laughs) (laughs) The UFO remained in place, hovering over their patrol car. Wow. English is hard. Also, mind you, I wrote this script while very high on NyQuil. (laughs) So I'm really sorry, because I wanted to get rid of whatever was wrong with me. So I took a dose of NyQuil, didn't go to sleep, stayed up six hours later, like the bottle says, took another dose of NyQuil. And then about an hour into that, the world started spinning. (laughs) And I was like like, the UFO floating (laughs) over these people's And that that started happening while I was doing my research. So this could get interesting. All right. That's why I was like, I need to I need to go over my research really quick just to make sure <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> um, but it was hovering over their patrol car about 20 to 30 feet above them. Mm-hmm. And Creel said he would later recall looking up at the object from his patrol car. And while he didn't see any beings inside of it, he did see little windows with lights coming out of them. And the lights would change color many times from red, green, and uh, blue. 
Okay. 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 So while the two of them watched the object for a bit, I guess uh, they needed, they decided that they needed to get back to their duties or whatever. So they uh, put the car in reverse, started slowly backing away from it. So this way they could turn around on this dirt road. And this is when the UFO just went and took off. So you're telling me (laughs) for like 20 minutes or something. These dudes are like hanging out of their windows. Just looking up. Just looking up. Because like you if you Hitting lean crick forward. Yeah, like if you lean forward in a patrol car, it's really hard because there's a bunch of shit. I have I have experience in patrol cars because my father is a sheriff's deputy. I was about to say you might want to clarify on that one because yeah. you have I have a different experience in a patrol car, and it's not because my dad was one. Yeah. I've been in the back of one because my dad's taken me to school. Um, not because I've been arrested. <laughs> Mine is the second one. <laughs> yeah. But like I like like in the front of a patrol car, there's a lot of stuff in the front, like between like the steering wheel, and then usually there's like you have your laptop or like or it's nineteen seventy-seven. Well, I was so gonna say like, in the seventies, I don't think they had the laptop, but they probably had like a radio. Yeah, like, like a radio the, and like all like the stuff. Dom- like the radar and stuff like that. Yeah, so they had a bunch of stuff like up in the front. So I can't imagine them like leaning forward and looking through the windshield. My brain automatically goes like they're rolling their windows down and manually, like in your car. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and like leaning out of the car like dogs would like like dogs like dogs hanging out of their windows who are just happy to be there like like (laughs) but they like just love you (laughs) like that's all i get a picture is these just two you know you have your mississippi cop and your uk cop um, hanging out this window just looking straight up at this little you know hovering disc thingy this frisbee chilling in the sky and they're like you know what I've seen enough. And then they get back. I'm not really interested in figuring out how long it's going to stay there. Yeah. I'm like, you know, this is good. And then they pop that shit in reverse. And they're just like. (laughs) And the disc is just like, oh, I thought we were going to have a slumber party. And they're just fucking (laughs) fuck off. (laughs) Also, audience, I want you to know, Caroline mimed that entire thing. From rolling down the window, sticking your head out, like all of it. <laughs> this is this is what I wish it was sometimes <laughs> a video podcast, just so they can see that I act out ninety percent of what I say half the time, and it's great. Whereas <laughs> me, I just like do the little meerkat with my hand. I do the little puppet pals. <laughs> I have like I've, it's like a full production when I describe a situation. <laughs> Now, moments before the object took off, because remember, they had called this in, being like, yo, there's some shit above our car. SOS, send help, I guess. But, like, and then they're like, oh, well, I guess no one's coming. I guess. Back the fuck out. But apparently, somebody was coming. Patrolman Lewis Younger pulled up, like, from the opposite direction Mm -hmm. as they were backing up. Mm-hmm. So he showed up just in time to see the thing off into the sky. <laughs> to fuck off because they decided <laughs> not to have a slumber party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. And what did so, he see? <laughs> well, no, he just he just saw the ship and he saw it leave at a high speed. Like okay. just, you know, off into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Now, these three men were not the only witnesses to the event. Oh. Um, and they weren't the only police officers or highway patrolmen either. Apparently, mm. Deputy Charles Bowering and Highway Patrolman Joe Chandler both claimed to have seen the object from a distance. And Robert Hughes, who was another officer from the area, said that he blinked his patrol car's headlights up the object and that it responded. Well, maybe they wanted to sleep over with him. I don't know. But like, okay, so why are all, only the witnesses cops? I don't know. But here's the thing. So like, I where get into are, a- are they in the middle of bumfuck nowhere that the only thing out there are cops it's mississippi everything is bumfuck nowhere unless it's pascagoula meridian or jackson like we've had this discussion yeah 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 so now the thing is so here's the weird part is Mm -hmm. i saw like there were more people that apparently saw it and i saw articles that were like two dozen cops but only half a dozen were ever named so i'm like i think you need to cut your number by a quarter half a dozen cops yeah saw this don't yeah don't lie to people that's not cool right and like it's one of those things where like them being cops does give it a little bit more credence to me because because really? it yeah. feels it feels like well because think about think 1977 the ridicule that these men all i can picture is like all of these people all these cops got together and they like drank beer at a bar together and they're like you know it would be hilarious if we came up with this story and if you like of a bunch of people said it then it's not like as ridiculely right yeah but like all i can picture is like you're like you said it's 1977 they're all at their cop bar you know chilling because there's nothing else to do in mississippi and pascagoula just happened a couple years ago and they're like you know would be really cool or really funny to say that we saw this you know ufo i don't know yeah because like because like if it's all if their stories are all so succinct like i feel like it's one of two things where it's like it really did happen and they just happened to be there all the cops you know hanging out in this weird ass area of mississippi all saw this thing or they all knew each other and they came up with this story to have a laugh yeah i could see that now the thing is though that makes this a little bit more interesting is it wasn't just like a one-off interesting Apparently, this was so they're called UFO flaps, I believe. I'm still a little high off NyQuil, so I might have that <laughs> word wrong. Okay. But like, I spent like a good fucking 30 minutes trying to remember what it was called. But they're called like flaps. Like, it's like just things, sightings that happen in batches because like one yeah. leads to another, leads to another, and then people are more comfortable to talk about it because there's more people yeah. talking about it. So, um, two days later on February 12th, there was another sighting and this one wasn't just cops okay. um this one was a jayus which is about i looked it up it's about an hour and a half away from flora mr and mrs darwin alexander which is a little fucked up they didn't put the mrs name 
but whatever. Very 1977. Um, yeah. His sister, Denver Alexander, her son, Eddie, they all lived on the same street along with another couple, Mr. and Mrs. Cawthorn. And they reported seeing an upside down disc shaped craft. That's hard to say. <laughs> hovering over their quiet little suburb street. So Mrs. Alexander got a call from Denver being like, bitch, look the fuck outside. I don't think <laughs> she said it like that, but that's how I would have said it. Of course. I would have been like, um, yeah, I need you to go outside right now. Like I, cause me and my sister live on the same street. I would call my sister and be like, I need you to go outside because I'm going insane. Yeah. Like, I'm officially losing my mind. Um, and when they went outside when or no they didn't go outside they just looked out the window because they're smart they were like okay well what what's she saying to look outside at they saw a brightly lift lit craft hovering near the near their house okay. later she would say that the object made a swooshing noise but other than that it was quiet so not like a blender correct not like a blender at all okay Back at the Denver's house, though, they were a little bit more brave. They were all standing outside with the Cawthorns as they watched the gray ship, which had evenly spaced lights, all glowing red at the top of the dome. All of them would watch the craft for about six minutes or so before it took off into the night sky again. Hmm. That same night, Brookhaven Municipal Airport received several reports from members of the public about a strange sighting in the sky. Because I guess okay. this was back in the day when you could call the airport and be like, yo, is that one of your planes? <laughs> like, times, I was like, were, times were different back then. I was like, you could just call an airport and be like, hey, there's a there's a thing over my house. Is it one of yours? Like, well, it's probably one of like the smaller airports. Yeah. So like a smaller airport, I would understand. You yeah, can't call up like OIA and, yeah. and, like, and be like, hey, did you? <laughs> oh I, I would sit there and be like which is the orlando airport by the way would yeah, be like, sorry. um did, are you missing your bags like what's going on yeah like, they wouldn't care they'd be like listen are, do you want to make a reservation for the the hotel that's here like what what yeah, are you going on yeah no and then uh, i'm surprised that it's not like the next call would have been like the air force <laughs> yeah right because when you could call up the air force you know now, this is where things start to get a little sketch for me, because okay. apparently, and this was like, so like I was using a couple of articles and this was mentioned later on in one of them. Mm -hmm. Apparently, there was another sighting a month previously. Now, I'm like, why are we going back in time? Why didn't we start at the beginning? Yeah. So that makes me feel like these were retroactive yeah. accounts being told because like you know now that the story was out that these police officers were seeing this that yeah. like, oh, we like can... oh yeah yeah we could talk about it now so on january 6th in um oh that's not the name of the city or maybe that is the name of the city give me a second because i don't recall that that's what that was called okay just because i don't want to pronounce the city name wrong now this city is only like 30 minutes no i wrote it right i was high so i wanted to make sure so in yazoo city which is only about 30 minutes away from flora okay an anonymous person who claimed that her friend had said that they had been pulled over by police because the police officer had seen a ufo and wanted the friend to corroborate that they had seen it what yes so literally uh she said that he said 
that the police officer said wow that's not that's not credible at all yeah exactly so this anonymous woman was intrigued by the claim that her friend had made to her and so she and her boyfriend drove out to the spot where she said she was pulled over by the police officer and they didn't see anything so yeah instead they're like let's let's go to the park by the river because you know i guess that's what you you're like oh no ufo time to go make out i guess well obviously obviously second on the to-do list find (laughs) ufo make out by the river i mean what after that i don't think it would milkshakes or something i don't know oh milkshakes would definitely come before make out for your list (laughs) (laughs) 1977 milkshakes you know how good those things had to have been well yeah but like if you're already out in the middle of nowhere in the middle of nowhere there's a river you make out and then you go back to town like you don't like okay fine it's just called it's just being strategic with your driving okay fine gas costs like 25 cents a gallon back then okay yeah but also the the pay rate was also you know four dollars a day or something i don't know fine points made i guess But so they go to the river and uh, while they're sitting there in the dark, all of a sudden their car gets uh, lit up very brightly. And their dark dark car is no longer bright. There were two strange objects that were emitting this light. My first thought would have been police officer flashlights, but Mm -hmm. apparently it wasn't that. Uh, It was two objects in the sky, each the size of three Cadillacs. Cadillacs were big. Which I'm gonna say this though. That is a much better descriptor than like, oh yeah, no, they were 15 feet across. Yeah, no, like that. Because nobody can gate look at something from far away and gauge that it was 15 feet. No. I'm sorry, I just looked up and saw your cat's tail in front of your Yeah, I've been trying to wrangle her and she just jumped on the counter. So this is fine. She is right now. Hex is gonna hex. Hex is gonna hex. Yeah. So, like, but like describing it as three Cadillacs, much better of a descriptor to me. Just okay. purely because, like, everybody can be like, yeah, it was about the size of a Cadillac. Everybody no knows. Yeah. Yeah. So they described it as an oval but dark disc with amber lights around the base. And they were hovering about 30 feet above the ground. Okay. According to the couple, they hovered for about 10 minutes or so before one zipped off into the night sky and the other one flew off to a nearby field. What's couple, with UFOs in fields? I don't know, man, but I feel like this is like back when people were like crop circles, but like now we know that it's just people that make crop circles and not aliens. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they're trying to gather like biological data on like plants and stuff. That is a very reasonable thought. That's the only thing that I can think of is that they're like, we need samples. I love how you have reasonable thoughts. (laughs) And I just go off on fucking left field shit. (laughs) You're like, they want sleepovers. I'm like, they need samples. Scientific data. (laughs) They need plants. (laughs) It's like, they want to have fun and braid each other's hair and have a sleepover. You're like, they want to do science. (laughs) Two different types of people in high school. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Apparently the couple went to investigate at the field, but saw nothing. Okay. 
Now, despite the Florida UFO gaining national attention because of the police officers that saw it, which apparently gave it a lot more credibility, uh-huh. um, other witnesses apparently have stayed silent and one man, because you know I always got to throw in the one man, the one, one man thinks he knows why. They were coerced. Bum, bum, bum. Pat Frenskogna. I'm, th- I'm assuming it's French, so Frenskonia. Okay. Pat Franconia, who saw the UFO that night in Flora, began mm-hmm. looking further into the incident, wanting to know if the object was extraterrestrial or not. And while he was investigating, he stumbled upon something in the woods that was a little odd. Two circular patches of earth about 15 feet in diameter where nothing would grow. So like, they're landing pads. Yes. Cool. He claimed that he he claims to this day that people are still seeing UFOs in Flora and that it's a town secret. And of course, the people who were coerced to stay silent were done so by the CIA. Not the CIA. No. Oh no, the CIA. <laughs> like that is both not shocking and shocking at the um, same time. At the same time, it reminds me of. Those BuzzFeed Unsolved episodes like a billion years ago um, with the Men in Black. Yeah. Yeah. They still do those, by the way. They're just on a different channel now. Oh, well, of course they do because they're fantastic. Yeah. Shane Um, and Ryan are great. Shane and Ryan are awesome. Go watch Watcher. Yep. (laughs) I'm on your goat. I'm on your bridge, goat man. (laughs) Every time. (laughs) Goat man. Goat man. That's my bridge now, Goat Man. I can't. I can't wait till we get to Goat Man. Oh yeah, Goat Man's gonna be fun. Oh, by the way, listeners, that was the end of my story. So, little side tangent yeah. is um, Caroline for Christmas got me this wonderful cryptid shirt uh, <laughs> that has cryptids from across the U.S. on it, and uh, my coworkers absolutely freaking loved it. Like awesome. they were asking me about each one, and Jen was a little surprised at how much I knew about each one. I was like, "Listen, I don't have a life. We know this." this is why we have a podcast exactly (laughs) and we also got um matching necklaces with little yetis and bigfoots in them or skunk apes yes i have declared that mine is a skunk ape yes and i'll love love bigfoot like i do truly love bigfoot but like yeah gotta gotta keep it close to the heart um but yeah so we all of our most of the the gifts that i gave jesse this year were cryptid themed i am 100 percent okay with it i was like okay all right well so ufos and flora hmm, i don't know i'm not sold on it i'm not i'm so i'm sold on that they saw something yeah was it extraterrestrial i don't think so was it probably some type of technology that people in a small town weren't used to seeing probably probably i can i can as much as i want it to be aliens getting samples for botany experiments or them just wanting to have a slumber party or that braiding braiding each other's hair before anal probing like hey now you have to get a little bit more comfortable with each other before the real intimate stuff (laughs) we don't buy dinner we braid hair (laughs) (laughs) that's a quote for a shirt if i've ever seen one that's amazing okay 
All right. Well, um, my topic is not fun and super boring. Well, um, you did have the gloomy times. I have the gloomy times. And boy, howdy, was it hard to pick a specific gloomy time in Mississippi because it's all gloomy. Like, I don't. Yeah. I, I really don't want to say that about a state, but like from the moment Mississippi, Mississippi to, to now, It'd be gloomy. Like, there's very rarely any nice things happening in Mississippi. Unfortunately, yeah. So I went with something that apparently has only happened a couple, a handful of times in Mississippi. So when you think of weather in Mississippi, what do you think? I think of, like, swampy humidity, probably a hurricane or two, just because it's not too far from here. Yeah. Hurricanes. Yeah. Yeah. flooding tornadoes yeah because of the river flooding probably yeah. a lot of flooding see i don't necessarily think tornadoes but i guess it is probably close to that oklahoma tornado alley area so like, yeah like I northern mississippi like, does yeah. have that kind of issue but what about snow i'm trying to remember the map of the united states i mean i guess they probably would get snow because they're north they're north of louisiana right they're right next to louisiana okay it literally goes in a line (laughs) oh my bad oh yeah no because you cross into mississippi to get to louisiana after alabama okay so yeah yeah. probably the north end gets snow well i'm gonna talk about two specific times in mississippi's history where apparently it is the largest and biggest blizzards in southern history okay yeah so while blizzards in Mississippi are practically non-existent, um, they do hit the Magnolia State from time to time. The biggest blizzard and the worst blizzard in Mississippi history actually happened in 1899. Now, it doesn't just hit Mississippi, it hit like the entirety of the South. Oh. And pretty much anything south of new york all the way over to texas so like oh no that's not why we live here the entirety of the south east was just blanketed in snow no like that's like no so it um in the great blizzard of 1899 dubbed the snow king hit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep hit the u.s between february 12th and february 14th it's also called the saint vincent's blizzard uh brought freezing temperatures and plenty of snow and ice um it's one of the worst blizzards in mississippi history but it's also the worst to ever hit the u.s being extremely oh, wow. cold air that traveled south down from canada uh fucking canadians man i know it just snowballed over the complete like it pushed a bunch of cold air down and just hit everything canada was like not this year and then they just passed it off to us which we probably deserved honestly it's 1899 who knows what's happening um a lot of bad shit (laughs) a lot of (laughs) it's the u.s in the late 1800s beginning of the 1900s so um while the storm um, was record lows in all, all over the country in alder in mississippi the temperature plummeted to negative 15 degrees no absolutely <laughs> not absolutely not 
it's supposed to get like 46 degrees at the game tonight and Ooh. i'm like okay looks like i'm wearing leggings and boots and a jacket <laughs> like, yeah like that's that's how floridians and southern people like deal with the cold it's like oh yeah i'm just gonna put an extra layer on um yeah because it's only supposed to get into the 40s and we find that cold negative 15 negative 15 that's like let me get my dog sled out and on mississippi's gulf coast uh temperatures dropped to just one degree nope. so the blizzard called absolutely s- not the, the blizzard caused small icebergs to form in the mississippi river what <laughs> <laughs> fucking steamboats out here having the titanic effect no. yes yes stopping boats completely in their tracks nope. all over the gulf coast bays parts of the mississippi were completely frozen solid absolutely the fuck not <laughs> now absolutely not i would have been like you know what sounds nice fucking mexico like, <laughs> we're just how gonna- close to the equator can i get right now the gulf coast residents you would think would have been prepared for this blizzard correct no they're used to hurricanes <laughs> Well, the day before the storm hit, the newspaper printed a weather prediction, which read, and I quote, fair expect snow or rain, continued cold, fresh brisk of northern northerly winds. <laughs> no, they needed, you remember, I think it was, it was Hurricane Matthew where, where the news anchor was like, leave or you're going to die leave or and your or your children will die everybody you know and love will die if you don't leave that's what the newspaper should have said the newspaper should have said chop down all your trees get firewood or you will all freeze to death now between the unprecedented temperatures and the lack of preparation the sw- the situation quickly turned dire for gulf no coast coal supplies dwindled gas lines manufacture manu manu malfunctioned that's the <laughs> I'm, I'm the looking- high one dude <laughs> i'm the, the one high on nyquil the one the word i'm looking for is malfunctioned <laughs> and pipes froze over now no shit they malfunctioned everything was frozen now for Mississippi specifically, I couldn't find any like death toll or anything like that because you would have to like consider like it's only a couple days, but then yeah. you have the aftermath of it. But I couldn't find any death toll or anything like that. Well, I mean, so- even with the blizzards that are happening like right now up in like New York and stuff like that, like there are people dying after like. Mm-hmm. 24 hours trapped in their cars which i have opinions about that like you know a blizzard's coming why are you in your car but that's beside the point it's Mm -hmm. the same thing as you know a hurricane's coming why are you outside yeah exactly but so like i can't say shit but i just don't comprehend it when it comes to the cold like i just don't leave the house when it's cold now snow drifts and everything were above five feet um they (laughs) that is as tall as me (laughs) yeah so like you're you had just just mountains of snow and ice just like you would just see pink hair sticking out and be like oh there's jesse (laughs) that's all you would see of me so now the gulf coast up until that point so that's 1899 um had some freezes between um then and my next story um which so my the freezes would hit randomly, you know, throughout the year, um, throughout the years, but nothing was as bad as the 
um, the Southern Ice Storm in 1994. I think I've heard of that one. Yeah. So this one, um, the state experienced something that it had really never experienced in that current generation, um, where it wasn't snow. It was an ice storm. So the temperatures were cold enough for the water that was raining to freeze but by the time it hit the ground it wasn't snowy it was icy that sounds like the world is just trying to murder you like it just sounds Honestly. like it's raining icicles pretty much i saw yeah, pictures no i saw pictures of of the cities and stuff so it was so and this was between February 9th and 13th, so February in Mississippi, probably not the place you want to be, apparently. Well, I mean, gonna... it's, it's also Florida's coldest month is February. Yeah. Um, but without any warning, like, the, the one in 1899 was like, oh, well, you're might, you might have a little bit of cold weather tomorrow. This one's just like, oh, the the temperature at midnight on the 9th was 70 degrees in the Mississippi oh, Delta. Oh, shit. The next day, freezing. Ice. Just everywhere. Oh, shit. So it was literally overnight the entirety of not just Mississippi, because it was most of the South. So Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, and Virginia. You notice how Florida's not on that list. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> um, the only was, reason I think I've heard of that is because I think that might have been the only year that like we got snow and my sister was old enough to go out and make a snowman. I think there was like just barely enough snow for her to make a snowman. And when I say make her make a snowman, I mean, my sister went outside, realized it was too cold. And she made my mom go outside and make a snowman for her. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the only story dealing with snow that I've ever heard of in Florida. Yeah. So um, it completely cut out power lines, knocked down trees. No uh, shit. Covered the... um, covered the roads at ice so like it travel was just stopped not a thing you could do it was uh said all said and done after the the three or four days of freeze three billion dollars in damage was caused by the storm jesus mm-hmm. yeah so the vast amount of ice brought by the storm caused about uh 80,000 utility poles to collapse leaving about two million people across the south um, without power, um, two hundred thousand uh, people in Mississippi alone lost electricity. Um, let's see. The but at this point, so like you have no power, right? So the main goals are to keep you know to have hospitals, nursing homes, emergency yeah. services, and all that stuff. But like the ice was so heavy, it was literally snapping the poles in half. So like Good all God. of the because like it was all of the ice and everything was on the lines and so the lines were really really heavy and just snapped, and all the like the same thing with the trees like the ice on the leaves and stuff was so heavy that the trees just snapped in half and covered all of the roads and everything. Like that's some day after tomorrow shit. Yeah, like to go from seventy degrees to fucking freezing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's was crazy. there ever like a meteor me- meteorological explanation for it? No. What the fuck? So it could just happen again at any time. 
Pretty much. Oh, fuck that shit. Yeah. I want off this planet now. <laughs> that can happen. No, absolutely not. And because of the freezing temperatures and everything like that, many residents also lost water. Now, despite crews working up to 16 hours a day trying to clear roads, regain electricity, uh, many communities went not just days, but weeks without power and water. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um. The icy conditions started to lift on February 11th when temperatures slightly warmed above freezing uh, to the mid 30s uh, to the mid 30s, and then by the 12th um, to the 40s, where the uh, the ice actually began to thaw out. Good so. God! And and like that with with that one again, I did look really hard to find to see if there was a death toll with it. Um, I have there wasn't anyone that i could find i'm sure there was a few oh i'm um, sure with something like because you have no time to prep for that no that was absolutely positively like just you have no time to prep yeah like with hurricanes and stuff like you have time to prepare you have time to like leave if you know you're going to be in an area that's flooded like this like wherever you were you got stuck there you are stuck and you are frozen good god like just frozen absolutely positive frozen i could just imagine like being in like scrambling for every scented candle you have in your house and just like i'd be fine yeah you'd you'd be you'd be awesome i could make candles on the fly yeah but like other normal people who don't make candles for a living yeah just be hovering around i I can't imagine how many animals probably died because they Mm -hmm. weren't well i wonder how many animals like felt it and were like okay bye yeah right (laughs) but that's the thing is just is how like how just all of a sudden 70 degrees ice storm within like a 24 hour period not even 24 hours 12 hours like that is absolutely batshit like imagine like the people who like radio hosts Mm -hmm. working the midnight shift yep like they got stuck at the radio tower like because that's the only thing that i can imagine is like these people who were probably like broadcasting on it like as it happened that were no longer able to broadcast on it because there was no fucking power Mm -hmm. yeah like absolutely fuck absolutely positively insane so and then um i was reading recently in 2020 uh 2012 nope 2021 there we go that's the word i was looking for it was numbers in the right just not the right order not in the right order in 2021 mississippi's uh um had a similar freeze not as bad though it only lasted about a day or so but so it's every couple i would say every like 30 years or so give or take 10 or 20 years mississippi in the south have a have a deep freeze like that but nothing like the one in 1899 um which pretty much devastated most of the southeast um and then this one in 1994 you know the bright side the one for 2021 people were mostly already inside stocked up anyway that's true or at least they should have been should have being the operative word there (laughs) should have been should have been All right. Well, those are my those are my gloomy time stories. From Good God Almighty! I know that's pretty gloomy. That's gloom. That's fucking scary. That's not gloomy because it could happen at any moment. Those are like snap freezes. Hell no. Yeah, that's not why I live in the South. <laughs> like, so this, is, this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> like I look at people. Like I've seen videos on like Instagram and TikTok of like people like in New York stranded and like targets and like just mm-hmm. people walking through the streets of New York during the blizzard and like 
ice just falling from the tops of the skyscrapers down to the ground and i'm like oh absolutely not i will take my freezing 40 degrees any day over that yeah now as much as i want to say that i don't like the cold i did i i I do voluntarily want to live in boston one day and it does get very cold there so like i would like to travel to the cold like like when people find out that i've never seen snow like it's always a big deal yeah but i'm like i wouldn't mind going to see snow as long as i can willingly leave snow (laughs) as long as i'm able to like like but there's a difference though it's like i i've always liked a little bit colder like a little bit chillier of a a weather like people you know bundle up in 40 degrees and 50 degrees and stuff like that i'm totally okay with a light jacket and stuff like i'll get a little chilly but overall like i'm really not that cold but i've also never lived in a, a place where it gets consistently cold yeah so I can't really say anything, but I've always thought like as long as you have the power and everything, it's easier to warm up than it is to cool down. I get that, but I'm also the person that takes like Satan sauna showers. Oh, well, like, I do too. I think in, like the fucking hundred degree weather in Florida. People, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like that's most female like people. But like, <laughs> no, absolutely not. I could not do that permanently. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Nope. Well, I'll try it out and let you know how it is. Okay, <laughs> I'll come. I'll come visit so I can see the snow. I'll throw okay. a snowball at your Victorian ghost image in the window <laughs> of your house, and then I'll run off back to my forest cottage in the like tropics. In the tropics, I feel like I don't know, like a good cottage, like in the woods. I feel like you need like a Seattle or like a mucky like. I know. Yeah. I know. I need like the 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 like. I mean, to be fair, like the <laughs> ideal would be like <laughs> the ideal would be like a forest like, cottage in like Ireland or like Sweden, where it's ooh, like yeah. gives you the full atmosphere of like The Witcher. Yeah. Ooh, Scotland. Yeah. Well, mm, Scotland gets really cold. Ah, <laughs> oh, Scotland's gorgeous, though. I know. Yeah, but yeah, like you need that kind of like twilight. <laughs> cottage in the middle of the the forest (laughs) it's gotta have technology though i'm gonna have solar panels so i can at least get wi-fi while i'm out there i still gotta be able to watch netflix and play xbox so i so it's gonna be a modern college my my brain just went the artist from kiki's delivery service with all of her crows yes that's that's the vibe you need yes that's the meets meets princess mononoke yeah there you go yeah yeah all right well (laughs) (laughs) we had quite a few tangents on this one we did yes well it's been a while so it has been a while yeah Yeah. no we have to break in the new year with with tangents absolutely i feel like they make it the most interesting of episodes (laughs) (laughs) no i think that would just be the craziness of alien insurance no gosh that that was such a good episode (laughs) we really knocked that one out of the park all right, let us see what the bucket holds for us next week. Bucket, 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 here's the bucket. bucket. Oh. All right. All right, so you go first this time. I go first this time. Hmm. Looking for something spooky for Caroline so she yep. can get out of the depressing shit. Yeah, please, I have a story I'm holding on to. Oh, Lord. Then I need a topic <laughs> Things that go bump in the night. Today, though, something kind of spooky. 
kind of spooky. Let's see what kind of cryptid. Let's see what cryptids got Mississippi's got for me. I'm sure they've got a few. Well, let's see what mine's gonna do. Mine's probably gonna be depressing. Mine is the gloomy times. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can take that one out of the bucket now. Yeah, that one's out the bucket. There's not much left in there. Are we almost done with Mississippi? What the fuck? Are we? I don't know. I think so. There's There's only four in there. Oh. Yeah. I don't even remember what episode we're on, to be honest. We're um, bad We're bad podcasters, I swear. We are. <laughs> it's like five or six, I think. I don't know. Let's, let's both look at our phones. Oh, which, by the way... We're on not... episode... This is episode six. Okay, so yeah, we are almost done. Holy shit. Yeah. Wild. Crazy. Maybe we'll get a little less depressing of a state next time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I would say something in the Northeast, but equally as depressing but a little bit more fun i would think i feel like a little bit more history yeah definitely more history in there yeah not that a little bit know. more variety yeah there we go variety yeah is for it. mississippi has a lot of history but it's all of the same sort yeah that's what i was like when i was looking at the gloomy times i was like i don't want to cover the same stuff over and over again because like i don't want this and i wanted to drag it down yeah yeah. That's why last week I was like, let's do some interesting, cool facts about Mississippi, because I feel like a yeah. lot of it has been very depressing. It has been quite a depressing, depressing season, I feel like. I know. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, next next season will not be as depressing. But um, we are going to be updating our social media stuff and all of our things um, within the coming weeks and hopefully getting that should be one of my established habits that I need to work on is I know being more too. focused on our on our social media and aspects and stuff like that because uh, we are going so strong on our podcast but I feel like nobody hears it because we don't I advertise know. <laughs> I know and like it's so hard like I I have us a little TikTok but like just so, so this way the name wasn't ever taken but yeah, yeah I, I think there. need to work on pulling more like snippets and reels yeah all that fabulous if we could afford a social media manager that would listen we just don't have that kind of funding (laughs) no not yet maybe one day maybe a sponsor will sponsor us one day who knows maybe we'll be one of those people with the hello fresh box ad in them (laughs) well considering you use hello fresh it'd be nice for you oh hello fresh sponsor us (laughs) (laughs) me where's me i'm like hey vessies i would like more of you anything anything could be great but you know we have to get a little bit more of a following i think before we get a sponsor but who knows i don't know how this works i don't either we're we're just flying by the seat of our pants we really are just threw my phone on the floor (laughs) not on purpose all righty guys well thank you so much for listening um to episode six of mississippi um i am caroline i am jesse still a little nasally yeah, probably they, even more nasally as the episode went on. <laughs> just it kind of slightly increased as it went. I on. know. I apologize. I'm sorry. But thank you for listening to History Bucket the podcast. Please follow us on all of our social medias: uh, History Bucket, the podcast on Facebook, and History underscore Bucket on Instagram. Um, Twitter is now dead. We don't talk about it. So, <laughs> R.I.P. Twits. R.I.B. Twits. Uh, Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.